0: So, Fear Street vo- Part One. Street. I can't believe, I can't believe the little kid did not get to get with that girl because she got her head put through okay. a bread slicer. Can I quickly just ask how old are these characters? Though I keep on thinking, I don't know if she's a <laughs> or not. I don't know whether to like her or hate her <laughs> <laughs> because she seems so much older. <laughs> Is this character a I took the- I used the wrong time to take an arrow bubble. <laughs> 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 I just chopped into it and you said that and I breathed in and all the dust from the middle of it came down my throat. <laughs> oh. oh, God. I don't know what the clip is going to be this week. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another installment of the Film Me In podcast, where this week we're going to film you in... Witch style? Trilogy style? Are we gonna film you? Tril- oh shit, my phone's gone. Um, oh, it's fucking you. Oh no, it's not you. It's Dan. Oh fuck. <laughs> fuck what a son. great way to start a podcast. Um, I just. Oh, I definitely need my phone later. Oh fuck. Anyway, he- hello. <laughs> I just threw my phone away. <laughs> I just jumped across the room. I'm gonna. I, start. Thought, you, man, you- I thought you actually meant you threw it in the fucking in bin. bin. <laughs> <laughs> no, your fucking place trash. Um, <laughs> right, let's. Uh, I'm gonna start this again. Okay. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another installment. Oh, no, my phone's gone up. No, it's didn't. <laughs> as you said that, I was just gonna go. <laughs> hello, everyone. Welcome back to another installment of the and podcast where this week we're gonna film you in Netflix trilogy horror style? In horror trilogy with a little twist style? Yeah. Yeah, go on then. Yeah, we'll do that. I guess we can film you in that way, if that's the way you prefer to be filmed in. Um, I really hate how close you are saying filling in. (laughs) I hate it so much. I don't want to be filled in by you, And that's why I do it, David. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You need (laughs) consent, I do not give it. (laughs) I'm your host, Xander Langwiston, as always. And with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Mr. David Trench. How are you doing, David? Hello! I'm, I'm doing all right. Genuinely, like normally, we, me and David talk a lot. We talk yeah. a lot. This week, we've barely spoken. So, Nate, this is a genuine question. How are you doing? Oh, mate, I've, it's been a, it's been a hell of a week. I've been having nightmares with like my uni projects and, yeah. Been doing overtime at work this week. Yeah. And just that. trying to like have any sort, any form of social life. I went to the pub. Oh, um, wow. At the start of the week. That's exciting. Yeah. Uh, Went on Tuesday for a few pints and immediately had. In, in Britain, we have this uh, pub chain called Weatherspoons. Hashtag not sponsored, but please sponsor us. Imagine um, sponsors. Oh my God. Getting sponsored by John you get Weatherspoons. So much free dark fruits. Oh my God. Nah, Copperberg, man. Um, <laughs> hashtag not sponsored by Copperberg, but please sponsor me, Copperberg. Oh my God. Yes, I will fill myself with you. I will film myself with you. Oh, he did it. He did um, it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I went to, I, I got, I had the classic Weatherspoons experience that there's, there's usually one or multiple of four things that happen. Either somebody gets thrown out for being too rowdy. Great. Either, there's either that, somebody asks you for either a paper filter or a lighter. Yeah. Somebody will just uh, straight up ask you for a SIG. Yeah. And then some random person will talk to you yeah who's just sitting next to you yeah. i had three of those things happen <laughs> i had one person ask me for a lighter paper or filter when i use an e-cig and it's fairly big so it's quite noticeable i then had somebody ask me for an actual sig, and then his friend just said he's clearly not gonna have a sig for you mate he's smoking a fucking vape <laughs> and then he went oh yeah fair enough <laughs> and then some random woman who was sitting next to us, she was absolutely lovely as well. She she just had a little conversation with us, and uh, just said, "You look exactly like my brother." I was like, "Oh, cool." Well, my mate Xander once saw my doppelganger in Pizza Hut. I actually did do that. You did? Oh my! I remember sending you that.
1: That <laughs> yeah. guy actually
0: looked like you as well. That was mad. He looked exactly like. That you. was the most awkward way weird. to get a picture. As well, I said, "Hi, I'm doing a college project where I just get pictures of everyone I see." <laughs> Can I get a picture of you? And he was just like, "Yeah, go on then." <laughs> he just knew another one. <laughs> the truth is like, "Yeah, right, mate. You're literally the doppelganger of my best mate David." Can I got a picture of you, so I could just prove to him that he has a fucking doppelganger. No, but then if I show you... Then if he's like, oh, really? We're going to see a picture of it. Then I show you a, him a picture of you. And he's like, the fuck? I look nothing like this guy. What are you trying to <laughs> Imagine. No, <laughs> yeah, we looked exactly the fucking same, mate. we You did look exactly the same. We looked exactly crazy. the same. It was creepy. Yeah, it, was. it um, was. David's doppelganger. Why am I talking in the third person? Fuck it. Third person time. David's doppelganger. If you're listening, come on the podcast. Talk yeah, about we we, we want to know what it's like to be David, but working Peter Hut. <laughs> Instead of being Q. Oh my god! But he's actually just an alternate universe. We can <laughs> make Spider-Man. our own. We can make our own Loki show out of this. Just, oh my god! The TV- just call it, just call it David. We are the TVA. Just call it David. The FMI <laughs> is the TVA. Um, what was that? How am I? I'm doing all right, thanks, mate. Um,
1: how's I've been, it been
0: for you this week, mate? I've been working a lot, bro. I've been working a lot. We've had a lot of absences at work, so I've been like there nearly every day it's been yeah that's a lot and it's early that's starts why and I like it finishes. When... so i'm i'm knackered mate i'm really tired i've been struggling yeah. honestly for the past couple of weeks i've been struggling to watch a film without falling asleep Jesus, it's man. been really tough and i've i hate doing that because i love films yeah um, but here i am i'm still here i'm still living I'm still breathing somehow um Good. Blood, man. We're going to do a podcast for you. We're going to do one of those podcasts, aren't we? One of those podcasts. We're going to do one of those podcasts, and one of those podcasts always starts off with a bit of movie news from David. What well, segue? Well played. Thank you very that was much. Good, that one. Thank you. God, I feel like we haven't seen each other in so like, we haven't spoken to each other in so long that we're actually being nice to each other for once. What the fuck? <laughs> I know, bro. I know. I was just thinking that. As I sat down, I was just like, God, this is, is this going to be a, a weird episode? Because we haven't talked in like a week. And then, yeah, and then literally. as soon as I sat down, we're just laughing. I'm like, oh, no, it's just David. It's fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, we're both fine. It's just we've both been really busy. Which like, have been I've, really busy. <laughs> yeah, we've. I've. My department has had like three people on holiday this week, and one person's off with COVID. So, oh, like, I've just been. I've been covering pretty much most of the week for most people, and on the first day that I did overtime, my department had no cover for an hour and a half because the other person didn't get the rotors. Jesus Christ! Bro. So it was a. It's a mangled mess right now. Yeah, bro. Yeah, we we've had similar stuff at our place. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. You ruined my segue, anyway. though, by going backwards. We're talking about moving you. I know. Man. God damn it, anyway, David. you <laughs> know what we always start this podcast with? What, what are you doing to me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so straight off the bat, um, Michael B. Jordan is developing the Black Superman project. Yeah, we, we so we heard about this a little while ago, and then it went quiet. We heard that he was maybe going to play a Black Superman, but now it seems like he's developing it, and maybe he's going to star, or maybe he's going so to hire someone else honestly uh, i'm so down for that i i, yeah. I want to see more renditions of superman that isn't just basic gruffy white guy but i also want to see henry cavill in another superman movie i do want to see henry cavill i hope it's like a joint superman movie where we get like the two different universes combined we get to see him and Henry Cavill. Henry I mean, cavill and it sort of seems like the superman to, kind of combine it just sort of seems like they're trying to phase him out because now we've got a we've got another superman project on a max We've got Supergirl coming into the Flash, yeah. Uh, so it's so it just sort of feels like they're trying to phase him out. Yeah, it, it does feel like that. Luckily, at least like it's not a fact of Henry Cavill's not going to be getting any more um, work because the Witcher TV series and um, that's getting season two. Yeah, and um, they showed off the trailers for all the new Witcher stuff. Which the Witcher Netflix series is also getting DLC in the uh, next gen upgrade for the Witcher three. And all of that's going to be free as well, so wait, we'll wait. probably be able to you play just said as Henry McAvoy. Ne- you, you just said the Witcher Netflix series is getting DLC. Yeah, the ne- the Netflix game is getting DLC for the Netflix series. With a Netflix game, the, the Witcher game. So I'm my brain is egg. Wait, I'm so so the Witch the Witcher video game. The Witch the Witcher free the video game. The Witcher free the Wild Hunt. It's Did that getting come a out, PS5. Like Twenty years ago. It came out five years ago, but it's getting a free upgrade for next gen because the developers actually care. Okay. Um and they and because of the Witcher series going onto Netflix and Netflix and C D P are having like a good little relationship at the moment, and um, because Netflix are also developing a cyberpunk anime series. Um, they are doing like a DLC set for that like, with stuff inspired by the Netflix series. For the free upgrade, so there'll probably be a like an opposite, like alternative skin where you can play as like a Henry Cavill um, Geralt. There might be like a quest, and there might be some items that are um, like to do with the Netflix series. And honestly, I'm down for that. That'd be awesome. Cool. I really hope that somehow, in some way, toss a coin to your Witch and makes it into the game going you. to your witcher, oh valley of plenty, okay. oh valley of okay. plenty. I regret this immediately. Oh whoa, um, okay. Next bit of news after <laughs> all of that. Um, nope. Jordan Peele's newest horror movie gets an announcement with uh, the first trailer, and we know fuck all about it. I saw this. That, that that poster was really cool. It's a really cool looking poster, but after us, I'm a little. I, I get why. I get why. Us yeah. wasn't terrible. Us was, but that's not was good. good. Until you think mixed. about it at the end. Yeah, us is a bit mixed. Yeah, um, like us is fantastic when you're watching it, but then the second the movie ends, you're just like, "Wait, what the fuck? Why? What's gonna happen <laughs> now?" There's so much. There's so much loose shit, and yeah. the ending was so rushed. It's just like coming off of Get Out and then doing that. It's just a big step down yeah. and I'm hoping he's taking, like it definitely feels like he's taking more time with this one. Definitely. I feel like Oz came out way too soon after Get Out for it to really shine Yeah. so I'm glad that he's taking his time with um, this project but I'm hoping that he hasn't been overdoing it because he's had other projects going on as well during writing this most likely alone so hopefully yeah, he's that's been, not he's like been doing a lot of gone away as well. Yeah like, and he he's a starting the um, film that's coming out soon yeah, he starred in a fair few things. He um, did the Twilight, uh, Twilight Zone series. Oh, even? He was producing not producing that, yeah. And he starred in it as well, so... And I'm pretty sure he wrote an episode, so... He's been yeah, doing a lot. Cool. Like, Jordan Peele's, like, road series is insane. Yeah, he's a big But, man. um... I'm hoping that hasn't, like, tarnished this one. I'm sure it won't, um, I'm sure it won't. The, the, the I'm poster, sure it won't. If you haven't seen the poster, check, look at it, because it, it, it does look really good. Like, the poster look great. I have no idea what the movie's going to be about, but like, I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. July, yeah. July twenty second, twenty twenty two. Bring it on. And um, the next bit is Dwayne Johnson has said he will not be returning for any more Fast and Furious films. Shock. Uh, which didn't they announce a Hobbs and Shaw too? Um. Oh God, I hope so. That movie's hilarious. Um. No, but the yeah, it makes sense because him and Vin Diesel completely fell out, and Vin Diesel is just a. Like he can't handle the fact that Dwayne the Rock Johnson is better than him in movies and more famous, so I get why this is happening, but it's a shame because they're doing uh, the 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 Vin Diesel said they're doing two more. They're doing Fast Ten Part One and Fast Ten Part Two. Well, I'm assuming that in Fast Ten Part Two they're gonna get everyone back to help fix whatever problem there is, and it'd be a shame that if the Rock, who was a big part of Five, Six, Seven, and Eight, um, isn't gonna be uh, there. It- I don't think he's going to be in it, to be honest. He's not. I think he's, he's completely done with the series. He's had too much shit go on, and he's also... He's becoming a bit more of a serious actor again. Yeah. And that's good. Honestly, he needs to get away from these movies, because he's, he's always just going to be seen as a wrestler who's now a star, like a movie star. I still see him like that. The second he starts getting more interesting roles and not the same schlocky shit over and over again... I'm, I feel like that's going to be taken away. I think um, Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle helped with that, but Fast and Furious has like, taken him completely back again. Have you have, have you seen any of the behind-the-scenes stuff from Black Adam yet? Uh, no, but it does look like that's going to be a, su- a serious one, which yeah, I feel he, like that's going to help. He's that taking sense. that so seriously, and he's yeah. saying like, we're doing things that have never been done before. And he was talking about like the certain cameras they're using. Like, it's got like a mad fps on it that's not even like it's you know how the G- gemini man was shot in like 60 fps frames per second really why like that. and it, it was like a, a an experiment film you know they, they i made mean a film yeah and they but it honestly that. you do you do not need 60 fps film because like the human eye can like yeah yeah that it's lot, virtual fps in a sense a lot of people said like yeah it's too much that he said, like, the film has some scenes that have, like, 120 FPS. Dude, that just seems really gimmicky as a way to get people to watch it now. I don't know. It, it was... He it, it said something on Twitter or Instagram or something, but, like, he looks jacked. The man well, yeah, looks it's, insanely it's ripped. It's Dwayne like, the yeah, Pebble he, Johnson. The please leave. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I am I mean, I'm, I'm pumped. Sorry, I've completely taken over your point. I'm pumped for Black Adam. I'm gutted that yeah. he's not in anything more Fast and Furious, but it seemed inevitable. I could not give a shit about that, because I do not care about the Fast and Furious franchise you, in oh, any sense. Oh, don't worry. You will. Oh, don't worry, I won't. When now, the I'll next one comes out, them. David, we'll do an episode on it. Don't do, you worry. Do you, think, do you think that the Star Wars podcast made me care about Star Wars more? No. Yes. Doing a podcast <laughs> on it doesn't make me care about <laughs> the series, Xander. But you, but you do a podcast with me, and you care more about me now. Right? So Zack Snyder plans Army of the Dead sequel. Um, <laughs> I cry. I do care more about you. <laughs> um,
1: you fucking yeah, but... simp!
0: <laughs> I got you! <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Zack Snyder has started playing the Army of the Dead sequel. Um, so it definitely seems like Netflix are going into... like Netflix are tra- seems to be trying to like set up multiple in- like, universes now, which is something I'll get onto in the next bit of news again. Yeah, yeah, I am I mean, they can do what they want, they've got, like, unlimited yeah. money, even though they're, like, $200 billion in debt or whatever. Yeah, no, they lost, like, 100000 like, a I think it was, like, 100000 or or $100 million, I can't remember which one, but um, they lost a bunch of, like, US subscriptions because um, they just were putting out content enough for people, like, not content that people wanted to watch that they were really, really selling is... I think it's because people are wanting to watch like stuff like Riverdale and they're just not putting that kind of thing out. They're trying to go with more interesting and actually nuanced projects rather than the same shit over and over again. Like Like, I think there's no new stranger things for a little while. So people just stop watching. We made a, I I can't remember who I was with. It might've been on the podcast, but it might've just been in the house. But we said like, it's so weird how Netflix started off making really great TV shows and terrible films and they've moved on from that now, and they're making really great films, and they're not really caring about the TV shows. The TV shows now, it's very rare now that a Netflix show comes out, and you're like, oh my god, have you got to watch this Netflix show? Whereas yeah. Amazon are doing the exact opposite. Amazon now are where Netflix were right at the start of this whole streaming thing, where yeah, the Amazon shows really that are shows. out are amazing. And then the, the, uh, the movies that come out are like, this is shit. It's just so the Tomorrow War. Yeah, exactly, and that uh, one with Michael Jordan, the um, without what? remorse. Yeah, 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 the Tom, yeah, yeah, Clancy, yeah, the one. Tom Clancy one. Um, yeah. And it's just and who gives a shit. And then I have a feeling that Amazon are going to make that switch at some point and just release banging movies, and the TV shows are going to drop off, and we're going to. I was going to say the movies again. We did get like Palm Springs, but that's only in the UK. On that, I was it was saying, a Hulu like, that's an movie. actual Hulu movie. Yeah and so that was it, incredible that was so good yeah um last bit of news before i get on to the bit i just it's an interesting uh, teased. Conversation. it is uh but the um last bit of news before i get on to the one that i, l- I previously teased but cheese teased? teased but i just <laughs> wanted to talk about this quickly because we love this series okay. um ian mcshane is officially returning as winston in john wick chapter 4 yes And I'm very happy about that because on this podcast, if you don't know, we love our action movies and John Wick is... We love John Wick. It's like the ultimate action franchise at this point. Um, They've also confirmed that the Continental, uh, the TV series, like there's a spinoff is going to be a prequel and it's going to be a limited series in the same vein as Sherlock, where it's three feature length episodes. So again, four and a half more hours at the very minimum. Content I think of John Wick's that's a good idea because I honestly, when they said they were making a continental a a, 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 a continental TV show, I kind of didn't care because I'm like, oh, I like I John Wick and I, I like the universe, but I kind of prefer it with Keanu Reeves in it. And now if they're just making instead of making it like six forty-minute episodes and they're just kind of not, I, I was worried it was going to be on like just a network and it was just going to be a bit shit. Yeah, uh, but if the Putting a bit more effort into it now, and really they've also confirmed tragic. the um the like budget is going to be like ten million an episode. Or yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Well, yeah. As well. I read that as well. Yeah, that's so yeah, like they're great. putting a lot of effort into this. They clear, they clearly want this to be good. Yeah, they want this to like really do well, and like they're hoping for this to possibly is delve it... into more of the universe and produce more offs most likely. And is it is it starring a young? winston yeah it's just, it's starting a young winston we don't I mean, know Ian who's McShane. we don't know if em McShane's just gonna be dh there's or no way. there's no way they'll just hire someone else the agent tech doesn't cost as much now i know but 10 million an episode even that's not enough bro yeah yeah i, but I uh, well i I'm, I'm interested now i'm more i'm, I'm more interested in this project I'm I'm very interested in this. Oh, one extra thing because I oh. forgot that this came out. Go on. The Jackass Forever trailer came out. Yeah, I didn't see it. It actually looks pretty fun. It kept, it kept starting on YouTube and I was like, no, please go away. I can't. No, nah, it actually looks pretty good. Like they've got this. a load of guest stars. I've got um. Oh, what's his fucking name? Um, Eric Andre. Like Eric heard, Andre's in it. I heard that Eric Andre is in it. Yeah. Yeah, he he looks fun in it. Like all the um, all the shit that they're doing looks really funny. They've got a um, a guy like shirtless and pantsless um, tied to a chair, putting honey all over him. And then a bear walks into the fucking room. Incredible. And it's just like th- this. Just looks like classic um, jackass. It looks like a bit of a love letter as well. Yeah. Um, I think... So yeah. See, I think those movies will. I think those movies will forever work better in a cinema. And I think that would be a great movie if you're still worried about yeah, going back exactly. to the cinema. That would be the perfect movie to go and see in a cinema, in a packed cinema for the first time yeah. since COVID. And just like, to take the piss out of these idiots yeah, who cause, refuse cause to not put themselves in pain. You can't just watch that on a streaming service at home on your own. It's not the same. Because when you're with yeah, the exactly. audience, people react to different things. Like, oh! It's like, going exactly. watching, it's like going watching a comedy. If you go and watch a comedy in a big theatre... You know you're all gonna go and laugh like that's that's the best experience like going when a stand up comedian, isn't it? You all go and laugh at the same things. So yeah, um, yeah, I think I might go and see this in the cinema. I've 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 never seen a Jackass movie properly. I've seen bits and pieces, but I watched um a lot of Jackass TV show and I watched all the movies um at home and they were all right. Like I've never been the biggest fan of Jackass, um, but see, there's no honestly I've it's not a movie is it no, Wait, it no it's a, it's it's a, a story. story it's not it's, it's not a not sketch like, there's, no, there's no plot there's no character development it's just like a long form youtube video isn't it yeah exactly <laughs> it's a long form youtube video of them hurting themselves and it's it the, fun with a lot more it's not the kind it. of thing that you'd like it's not the kind of thing you'd watch over and over again it's, it's not the kind of thing you watch one time yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just schlocky comedy that's good to like laugh at other people's suffering. Yeah. Schadenfreude. People don't know taking... what that means. It's, it's German for happiness and the misfortune of others. What the fuck do you know that? It's a, from a musical. There it is. Why <laughs> Why'd you have to call me out like that, bro? Why did you, you just be like, wow, Xander's smart <laughs> today. Xander's got his big brain on. <laughs> you don't have a big brain. I do, somewhere. It's you like, don't have it, a detachable it, brain. I, I still. I don't think I've unpacked it yet. It's in a suitcase somewhere. Anyway, there sure <laughs> Move on, David. What, what's the next news? That's oh, the final bit of news. <laughs> the, the, the last bit of news but I thought the forgot about the fucking segue. Um, God damn it! Netflix have um, talked about, and even um, the director Lee janiak uh, I don't know how if that's how you pronounce her name, um, but. They have announced that they are wanted to make their newest horror trilogy, Fair Street, um, into like a horror style MCU. And the premise of Fair Street really lends itself to that. And you'll find out why in just a few moments. Xander, take it away. Oh my god, what a <laughs> cracking segue. It's not even like you set up the segue by saying, Oh yeah, I need to do the segue. Right. Um, so this week <laughs> we were the the original plan this week was to do um we, so old comes out the new M. Uh, night shamalam shamalamalamalamalam Sh- 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 movie shamalamalam uh, ding dong Shamalama Sh- ding dong movie comes out um and we were going to do the tr- a trilogy of his worst movies we were going to do the happening the last airbender and after earth and david cried so we're doing fair street instead <laughs> i literally did not want to do any of these movies i don't- so bad we got alex involved as well alex was ready to do it he was like guys if you talk about last airbender i'm coming i was like yeah great so we we were we had it all planned and then david had to find this fucking trilogy of horror films on netflix and be like please please i'm begging you please like honestly for the past three weeks all i've heard is please can we talk about anything else please can we talk about anything else (laughs) Literally, like, I did not want to sit myself, because, like, one, I've had a bit of a busy schedule anyway, so (laughs) I didn't want to sit through three really shit movies on a busy schedule, trying to get my uni work done, when I was already planning to watch this trilogy anyway, because I saw one trailer and I was like, this looks really interesting, I'm going to watch the first one, and then I watched the first one, and I was like, holy shit, I need to know what happened. (laughs) So, Netflix, David is going to send you his check in the post. Um, for releasing this now, so we, did, we didn't have to talk about M Night Shyamalan's ding dong. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the CEO of Netflix, John Netflix himself, a blowjob. <laughs> How is that gonna come That's in my the turn. mail? How is that gonna come in the mail? I mean, he's gonna come wow. in the mail. Hey! <laughs> Thank you. He I gonna let him finish. Thank you. I'm, I'm all. I'm here all day. I'm here all day. <laughs> That was actually like my, my that was fair. that was well done honestly thank you, I can thank you, thank I can you. only give you um I can only give you credit for that one That was, that was well played that I can definitely... I can compl- complain about that one That can't be the clip this week because I cannot say come in a clip on instagram i can't do it i can't do it i can't do it it can't be done it can't be done we should make an nsfw um (laughs) film new page for nsfw i'll say fuck but i won't say come okay (laughs) right um (laughs) um so fair street came out so fair street is a trilogy on netflix they've come out for the past three weeks so we got fair street one on crap i should have had this up First Street One released. or uh, fuck! It doesn't have the date. It just says twenty twenty one. So essentially, 21, like twenty twenty one. So they released them over three weeks. So yeah. um, it was every Friday for three weeks. It was um, the start of June, I believe. So it would have been like the second of June. No, the ninth no. of June and the sixteenth. Of... Wait, hang on. Oh, wait, know it was July. The, the final one was the sixteenth of July. So it was second of July, 9th of July, sixteenth of July. That one. What he said. Yeah. Yeah, so that's when um, they re- they released them. They're called Fair Street Part 1, 1994, Fair Street Part 2, 1978, and Fair Street Part Three, sixteen sixty six. So basically, these films are just um, it. It's set in this uh, like town slash city slash whatever called um, Shady Side, and they have a neighbouring town called Sunnyvale. And for some reason, in Shady Side. Every now and then a random resident will just snap like they will just they're completely normal one day and then they will go insane and go on a murder spree and it's become a kind of tradition and a joke that um, it's because of a witch possession from a witch called uh, Sarah Fier, who was hung in 1666 um, and it just kind of goes on a on a roll from there and delves into the mystery of what's really happening um, yeah. With all these people just suddenly going insane, because there's clearly this underlying tone of, there's something bigger going on here than just people going insane. Yeah, yeah, you get that straight away. Um, you get that from the first scene alone. So, and can I just say, what an opening scene! Yeah, cracking opening scene. Um, with my heart. Um, so we're we're gonna talk spoiler free as much as we can for now. It's just gonna be very basic stuff like. What we thought of the cast, what we thought of the the weights, maybe. Yeah, it's what we thought about the structure of it. What we, you know, that kind of stuff. We are going to get it's into spoilers. It's not easy to talk about this spoiler free right it now. It really isn't because also it's a horror film, so you know we might talk about deaths and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, if you we I'm going to say now if you haven't seen it and you don't want anything spoiler all, then go away right now and just watch the trilogy. They are all available on Netflix. They're they're all under two hours each. So go away, check them out because they are they are solid. Well i think we can give that away right now. The reason we're doing this episode is because they're good movies, so go yeah. and check them out um and then come back but if you if you don't mind if you just wanna hear initial thoughts and then go away when the spoiler section comes, we'll leave time codes in the description for when the spoiler section starts, and I'll just put the tone in Because um, i like I like using that um so obviously, David, I know you love these. I really love these talk to me why why so <laughs> for more there <laughs> i so really from, like these <laughs> from from the premise alone from what i just explained that is already a, a fun slasher to make because i think my favorite slashes now are slashes with a bit of a twist because we've had so many basic ones like obviously for me halloween is the is the pinnacle one it's yeah. the mo. it's the most interesting and this kind of feels like from what I know of Halloween three, season of the witch, this feels like the idea of that done correctly, and it's so good. It it also gave me very like cabin in the woods vibes of it being a slasher, but there's something way different going on. Yeah, um, obviously completely different to cabin in the woods. Cabin in the woods is revolutionary to me, honestly. It's, like it's it, it's it, very it, much it its goes from phone. the most. But I see what you mean. The most boring slasher ever. There's similar aspects to it. There's similar themes. Yeah, exactly. And like all the character design is really, really cool. All the like all the killer stuff is really fun. Um, That luckily that's not spoilers because you can see like in the first um, poster you can see two uh, killers, Um, and that stuff is really cool. There's so many Easter eggs as well. Um, to not only slasher films but horror stuff in general, um, with it being an R.L. Stein property, as it is um, based on the R.L. Stein book series. I believe yeah. it's based on like the comeback trilogy that he did um, specifically because he did like altogether together 17 uh, First Read books, I believe. Oh, damn. And um, he did like a callback to some of those um, for certain like. I can't think. Like he did a he did a comeback series. Uh, You're doing great. Called you? F- uh for Fair, Fair Street. And they were really, really good apparently. Um Arnold Stein, if you don't know, is the writer of Goosebumps, I the uh, the child horror series. I was about series. to say that, yeah. Yeah, um the child horror like horror book series. And for some reason he just loves to throw Stephen King in there everywhere as much as he can. I think he wants to become the next Stephen King. Yeah
1: and I mean, honestly
0: who, who, wouldn't? who wouldn't honestly i feel like he's a stephen king for kids books like for kids horror 100 percent. i think that's fair i think i think that's very fair yeah and i think he like i feel like he can if he continued the fair street franchise because of the success of these movies because these have done really well on Netflix. i'm surprised how well they've done yeah all, all like, three of the them UK, have been in the um have been in the top in the top three weeks so. and in the top 10 in the u.s as well oh fair so it's been it's been insane um they they've done really well so hats off to you um they it's yeah there's not really much i can say without going into spoilers because there's so much i want to talk about with this movie that is spoilers i want to i want to touch on the release schedule so i think that see watching the first one is a very easy task because you can just watch that and be like right okay am i going to like this or not the yeah. sec, the s- watching them, them going from that to the second two, knowing that one, it's made by the same person. It's written yeah. by the same person. And two, that it's, that they're coming out, that they were all made at the same, same time. So that they're coming out like three weeks apart, because they were all yeah. made at the same time. It's, it's Actually, such no. a seal of approval that like, if you like the first one, you're gonna like the second two.
1: I'm just going to say, so it, they rare. weren't
0: made at the same time. Um, they... Fair Street 1 and 3 were made at the same time, and 2 was made after. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so, like, Netflix clearly had a lot of faith in this series. Wow. They 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 100%. Because, like, obviously, if they call... They could have just called it Fair Street, 1994, and then teased the second one. And then, a year later, released the second one. Yeah. After seeing the reception. But they knew this was... They they knew this was quality content for them. And they knew that people were going to really enjoy this. So, like, fuck it. Let's make this an event. They've looked On the posters, it's called a Film Trilogy Event. It is, yeah. And they're releasing it one after the other, week after week. And honestly, that's perfect. Because film, films that do that kind of shit always annoy everybody. Because you're constantly waiting. Like, you have to wait a year to find out what happens. Yeah. You can't get by that time. This keeps the conversation going about your films, and also makes it consumer friendly to the point where, oh my god, we get to see it in a week, and you get a week of trying to think of what the fuck can happen next. Yeah, yeah and then definitely. that's it. You're not people aren't going to guess it in a year. With like people could guess this kind of shit in a year. You yeah. can't guess this kind of stuff in a week. Yeah, I think so. But what I mean by like it's coming out in three weeks, it's just like you know they're going to like if if they're all going to be so consistent they are all three of them are so consistent yeah and that's what i really appreciate because if you if you can make one good film and then you have to so you've made that and you will have made it like a year in advance then it comes out and then you've changed the person you've changed the filmmaker and everything else has sort of changed around you then like a year later they say, right, okay, you can make the second one. Then you've got to go away and write it. Then you can make yeah. it. So you're at about two years out at that point. And then the film releases, it's like three years later suddenly. The whole world changes in three years. And yeah. you, there's no way you can capture that same magic after three years of waiting. Exactly. So, you're in the I, zone already. Exactly. So if you've written three movies and you make them at the same time, you've got that magic there. And that yeah. is so... like That's why people sometimes make... like. So at the moment, they're making Mission Impossible 7 and 8. Though they were filming them back to back. Um, And they did it with Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. They filmed them back to back. Yeah. Same with um, Harry Potter, uh, Deathly House Part 1 and 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So you can... Because you know the magic is there. And you can just sort of carry it over. And it's going to feel consistently the same. And you're going to have... If you can make one of them good, then both of them will be good. Exactly. So I uh, yeah I I really appreciated that that aspect of it that uh, that it got to be it got to happen this way exactly um, like it it was made so it this was literally destined to succeed with the way that they released this. yeah a hundred percent this could not have failed I don't think Netflix this have knew this was Netflix knew this was going to be their golden child right yeah. now yeah because like the, the army of the dead hype is ended at this yeah. point. Like they haven't released any army of dead stuff. They've released like some army of thieves poster, like photos and stuff. Yeah, that comes out um, but in, ov- in autumn, doesn't it? Yeah, I believe so. But like they knew that they needed another big project because they haven't got any TV shows that people are going absolutely crazy about. Nope. So just like, let's make this our thing. This is what people are going to be talking about for weeks on end afterwards. Yeah. And let's keep the conversation going for at least three weeks, at the very minimum, by just releasing it in three weeks. They knew what they were doing. It's this. This is honestly one of the smartest marketing strategies I have seen in so long. Um, I think so. There's three of them. Yeah. Main question: What's the best one? What's your okay? What's your favorite one of the three? Oh, uh, that's actually a genius of because each one has, um, like. Areas that I love more than others. Right. Um, but I think my rating... I've watched these twice now. So yeah. my rating goes 1, 3, 2. Really? Yeah, maybe 3, 1, 2. I know 2 is definitely the weakest to me. Okay. Um, But honestly... Like, this one... Like, 1 and 3 are so consistent with each other. In so in completely different ways, yeah. that I can't choose between them. Like they are both just as good as each other to me. Like three definitely has some more enticing moments, but one sets it all up so well and has so many cool ideas that they are just on par with each other. So I could say either one three two or three one two. Okay, fair. What about you? For me, it goes release. I think I think one was one gave me really big scream vibes yeah and all the main character design yeah and all the main characters i liked and that is so hard in a horror film that is so rare in a horror film to like all of your main characters what can i can i just say clearly the best character there was simon was he the 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 mate who uh yeah he yeah. he was the uh, he was the dopey drug addict who's weirdly smart yeah 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 he was great he's, like, oh, he's incredible all five of the leads really sold me on this i was like yeah damn this is this is good um, yeah i think the second one has the second one's the most violent the second one is the most brutal and that's what i love about the second one the second one has full on like Friday the 13th vibes. There, there, which, obviously, there, that's meant to happen. It's, it's a uh, camp Nightwing. There's, there's a moment in the second one that I genuinely looked away from. Because it was that gr- brutal. Like, brutal and gruesome. I was like, oh, right, no. I'm we'll, get to that in, we'll get to that we'll in get a We'll get to that later I wanna, on. I want to know, know what that is. I really um, want to know. Because um, I feel like it, I might know what it is. And part three. I didn't really like the opening. See, the op the opening yeah. like half hour yeah. is very slow. It yeah. feels a bit it feels a bit thinking, but there's there's a certain moment and I know you you know what moment it is. Yeah. There's a there's an enticing moment that just immediately changes the pace like that. It goes full fucking force from there. Yeah. It's insane from that moment onwards. And yeah. I feel like that does kind of like that opening half hour does set a bit of a like, it doesn't have the great opening scene of the first one. It doesn't have the really interesting shit of the second one. But yeah. I I love witch stuff. <laughs> love witch stuff. <laughs> like, I, it's saying 1666, so it, I, I love... like It reminded me of Apostle from Netflix as well. It reminded me a little bit of uh, The Crucible. It also slightly reminded me of Midsummer, With the way that the town is set out. Okay. And like the design and everything, yeah. but in in a good way. Yeah, it remind me it reminds me of the stuff I like from Midsummer. Yeah. Um, and it's slightly of the Conjuring the tree. I <laughs> uh, I think we should. I don't think there's much else we can say with non spoilers. There isn't. Um, we should just delve straight into spoilers. Here, I want to really talk well about like about reviews though. So they've all got. Oh crap! I closed it by accident. Ron Smarty scores have all got like fairly high. I think about eighty-ish. Yeah, so the first one is 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. The yep. second one is 89% on Rotten Tomatoes, and the uh third one has settled down at 92%. But nice. for a, for a while it was like 96, 95, and I was like Audience what? scores have all done pretty well as well. Oh, have they? Can you Yeah, read, can you read um, those out for me. So Audience score for part 3 is um 81%. Wow, good. Audience score for part two is 82%. Yeah. And audience score for part one is 65%, which I 100% don't agree with. I, I, I understand the why the first one had has the lowest score. I 100% understand it because, because it's more, setting it all up. There's more, not as much goal. And I think it's like either. more people start... Well, obviously, everyone starts at this point. It's like the pilot of a TV show... It will always get like the lowest score in, like an IMDb page, and then exactly. from then on, the fans stay on and carry on watching. So they're they're fans of the sh- the series so they're going to carry on watching yeah. it, and they're going to like what they're doing with it. So yeah, exactly. I, I kind of like, get why the first one has the lowest scores, and I'm and I'm okay with that. But yeah, they they all have fairly consistent, uh, other than the first one with the audience score. But they all have fairly consistent. They have very consistent um, like critic reviews yeah very consistent and they have very, they have very consistent reviews on um, imdb they're about they like first one is 6.2 second one is 6.8 the third one is 6.7 yeah yeah and i can understand that once again like it's the same kind of thing the fans have stayed on and watched it because the first one has 41k reviews, the second one has 27k reviews and the third one has uh 17, 18k reviews 18k reviews yeah, exactly, oh, yeah. and so no matter what, it stayed consistent throughout. So, yeah, definitely. what you said, what you said earlier about the fact that you're going to magic keep that consistency, yeah, is one hundred percent proven by these scores. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, right, let's let's hop into the spoiler section. We're going to do it. Uh, I think we're going to sort of try and. are we we gonna just do this as a bit of a mess or are we gonna do a bit more structured like we'll do spoilers for one then two then three. yeah we'll do we'll do one two then three just so we can talk about each one individually okay cool right okay so here's your spoiler warning for the fear street trilogy we're gonna go forward now full spoilers for all three because we are gonna let slip during the first one uh for the third one so stay away if you haven't seen them they are all on netflix like i said go and check them out because they are solid movies and yeah. uh, if you're a horror fan, then this should be right up your street. Um, so here's the spoiler alert. And now, I don't, I don't no... spoilers. Spoilers. Gotta, get no from me. Oh, what do we do? Oh, it's... oh right, okay. Sorry, it's just the spoiler section. Oh, sorry. I, I thought we were somewhere else there. Hey. <laughs> so, fair street. Part one. Earthry. I can't believe. I can't believe the little kid did not get to get with that girl because she got her head put through okay. a bread slicer. Can I quickly just ask how old are these characters? Though I keep on thinking I don't know if she's a pedo or not. I don't know whether to like her or hate her <laughs> because she seems so much older. <laughs> Is this character a pedophile? I took the. I used the wrong time to take an arrow bubble. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> I just chopped into it And you said that And I breathed in And all the dust From the middle of it Came down my throat <coughs> Oh Oh god I don't know what the clip Is going to be this week Oh my god <laughs> <sighs> But seriously though Like on a serious note Like How I, I've tried looking as well I searched For an hour on whether Like how old are the characters In Fairy? Street I tried to look I tried to look for the film characters. (laughs) Nobody nobody was saying how old these people were. So I still don't know. So so they're all in high school. They're all in high school. They're all in high school, but she could just be finished, just about to finish high school because they're talking about the fact that it's extracurricular. um, Like this is your last one, blah, 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 earlier on. So that makes her her like a senior. They they leave school at 18. So she'll be turning. So she might be 17, about to turn 18. And Josh looks like he's i'd say around about fifty, so like let, let's think about these logically, even if they were like really close siblings like like he she get like the the mum gave birth to her, then immediately got pregnant like a week later, and then gave birth to him they they're gonna be nine months apart, yeah, nine months apart and there's no way. As a like, I'm I'm assuming there's no way you'd want to just have sex immediately after giving birth. Definitely not. I'd you'd be, say you'd, there's you'd at be least ten, like... You'd you'd be a bit tender. So, like the, the the earliest they could be apart is like a year. Yeah. So that's the uh, but the so, so, the so that makes him either realistic. Six, so I makes think him either he's makes him or seventeen. That but that might make him uh, oldest possible sixteen. But youngest possible, like, 14. But he, I reckon he's uh, about 15. But also, he had, like, he, he bought pizza at the end, so, so he's old enough to, like, have his own money. Yeah, but he could just get pocket money. They do have their dad. Yeah. And the dad isn't there often, so he probably just, you know, used the money that he, that he kept there for pizza. Fif- and 15, he just then? ordered it instead. So she's 17 and he's 15. That's not the worst thing. It's is not. It? It's not. It's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're okay, still in high she's school. They're still in high school. She's not a pedo. Okay. We've decided definitively. We've decided. She's not a pedophile. Kate is not a pedophile. Hashtag confirmed. <laughs> um, but they're really cute. I, I like their... that 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 moment we were all sat in in the front room watching it and he goes she's like i don't want to go in there on my own and we're like yes my guy my guy that's my guy go on go on bro she (laughs) could have easily just gone in with both of them and had extra protection yeah yeah. strong clearly stronger guy as well because he's been attacked by fucking ruby lane at that point and he just doesn't give a shit yeah so josh is a chubby little fat kid Yo, why got be going to, I'm going to go up with guy? What are you doing? I know. Josh is adorable. I love him. And yeah, he's a man. massive Come fucking on. nerd. What are you doing to me? He, and it... he quotes the Konami code <laughs> as a way of survival. He does do that. He does do that. Quite a bit as well. Um I was watching this with a friend and I heard that. I was like, oh, that's a Konami. Like, what's the Konami code? And I was like, it's a, it's a code that you put in old Konami games so that you can get extra lives. And like other item, and then he said that in the third movie, and I was like, "Ha ha! See, I was right." <laughs> so I'd, I had a bit of a I had a bit of a nerd um, like triumphant moment. Nerd triumphant moment. Yes. Yeah, because those exist in the they, do. World. Um... they do. They <laughs> do because of Fair Street. So the the movie takes a turn quite quickly. So like in. Right at the start, you see who the murderer is. And I was not expecting that. I was expecting it to be very much like okay, they're just hunting down a serial killer. But then, the, we see who the serial killer is, and then he gets shot in the face. Immediately yeah. after. It's like, oh, we're, we're like, eight minutes into this. This is a bit weird. And then, we meet our actual main characters, and we're like, alright, okay. And then, it, the turn it takes, I really, really like. That, like, that they just get all the serial killers back. Yeah from the past. And they're all trying to kill her.
1: Yeah, literally so yeah. Cool. we don't
0: know why for a good for a good while and the characters actually figure it out in a really good way because they're teenagers, they've clearly seen a lot of horror movies. So they connect the their real life experience to these horror movies. And yeah. that's what's really, really fun. Like especially Simon, he does. The but one thing I also just want to say I love that this movie was very straight baiting. <laughs> I I I know that it's such a it's such a, sh- a stupid thing to like, but I thought it was really funny that like we heard the character um clearly hates their ex Sam. Like they really hate yeah. them. Yeah. And then we see like somebody um groping this girl's ass and we're just like, "Oh, that that's Sam." And it was Sam, but it was the girl. And we're like, yeah. "Oh shit." They're le- they lesbians. It's it's gay. Oh, don't say lesbians. <laughs> but yeah, like I thought, like the the way I was able to get my friends to watch this is I Ooh, saw they're gay. Or <laughs> that, that it had the tag. Like if I ever, yeah, yeah. If I literally, if I ever say, oh, this movie has gay characters, don't watch it. Don't watch <laughs> anything gay. So I'm just like, oh, this this movie has the LGBTQ tag on Netflix. Okay, so like, i watch like pff, bye bye me, <laughs> and then he loved it every second of it. Fantastic. So yeah, um, yeah, the, the first, I, th- I think the first one just it it has a really great vibe to it. I love. It has uh, an insanely strong opening with that main, moment as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah when um, they Ma- kill the killer, um, Maya Hawk is great in the small role she's given. Um, oh god, yeah, she's it, incredible, and, and that's the scream vibe it gives me because like she's maybe the biggest name in this she's not even like a huge name but it's like at the start of scream when you get um drew barrymore in at the start yeah she, she killed off within like 10 minutes and yeah like, oh, literally right okay my hawk is 100 percent the biggest name in this which is kind of weird considering she's not a big name at all
1: the no, only thing not. the only
0: she's... thing she's big in is stranger things as robin yeah but other than that, there's not really much else that she's in, but she's easily recognizable because she is Robin. She's in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She does turn up um, as uh, flower child. I, I think she's most famous for being Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman's daughter. Yeah. That's, yeah, I mean, fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you like, you huh? Honestly, <laughs> honestly though, she did an incredible, ta- like, incredible job at um, her little, like, the that opening scene alone gave me so much scream vibes and one thing that this movie does really well is the way that it shoots different killers. Like well, obviously not shoots them in the head like <laughs> they did this killer. But like the way that the uh, like the characters are shot and um their yeah. cinematography is. So like in this like with this character, they're very Michael Myers ghost face. Um especially in that moment when she's walking past all the skulls in the uh, costume shop. And then he comes out and you see that it's him as one of the schools. And then the other killer with the ax is very um, like Jack from The Shining. Oh, Jack. Yes. Yes. The way he smashes down the door is the exact same shot as in The Shining, yeah, when is. Jack is axing down the door. It, it follows the ax just the same. Every time they have that character doing that as well. And, he's and got, I and he's loved it. he's got run as well. He's got a little limp. He's yeah. got a very small limp, and it was such a small attention to detail that I know... Never... Holy shit, this is paying homage to so much stuff in one go. Like, the milkman looks very Hannibal Lecter, and he walks very Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Ruby Lane is very uh, Freddy Krueger with the way that she stands in the street holding out the, uh, the uh, straight razor. And that reminded me of like the shot when uh, Freddy Krueger's standing in the street holding his hand out. Yeah,
1: and, and his arms each one
0: Exactly. And it feels so much like there's so much different like homage to be paid in this movie. And it does it perfectly because it perfectly encapsulates each vibe that these killers have clearly been taken from. Yeah. And, like, obviously, he also, like, the, the axe guy does also feel very Jason. But he feels more Jack than he does Jason. Yeah, definitely. If you couldn't tell, I've analyzed these movies. I can, really I can tell. Them. I can tell. I've really enjoyed this. these <laughs> movies. I'm, this is going to be a consistent rewind yeah, I, I you know what I feel like I I, I should have rewatched them for I was I, I should have probably rewatched them over the past couple of days. You um, really should have because there's a lot of foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah. But I there I just think to um, But I I am definitely going to rewatch them at some point and I I I know I'm just I feel like I am going to enjoy them even more than I already have. Yeah. Um is there anything more we want to say about the first one other than that it's just um, really solid? The first one also has some incredible like one all these movies have incredible soundtracks. Yeah. Like they're really good. They they really fit the vibe that they're going for. Um, and yeah, especially the 1666 one when you got Beethoven kicking off. You're like, yeah. yeah. Ugh. <laughs> but then there's also like I heard the man of <laughs> world and the Nirvana cover of that and it's incredible. I love that cover. Yeah. Um, there's so much like they have such a, a variety of music in these films. And then there's the kills are incredible. Like, they are brutal. It's oh honestly, I I can't get over it. Like the the Ruby Lane moment. The Ruby Lane scene when she tries to kill Simon is genuinely intense. And then we go into the store and we see two of the most brutal kills in possibly the series when she gets put through the blood slicer. That honestly, was not expecting that. No, I was I was I was thinking she was gonna just about get out. Yeah, like her. Like, like, like I was thinking two, that she was just about as fast as those two friends, I was like, right, okay, yeah, they're fine. They're obviously gonna survive this because like they're so likable and we've still got two movies left. So if they're gonna die, they might die in the third one. But like, yeah, they're yeah. gonna survive, and then they die. So like, she' die- her death is really built up, and you're like, she's gonna get out. She's gonna get out. Oh, oh my god. Oh my. Oh my. Fo- oh Jesus. And then he yeah. just. And then like, okay, I guess I guess anyone's up for it. And then immediately after, he's like axe in the head. Like Jesus yeah. Christ. They really and the just go- did that. the gore is also fantastic. It's like it's not too over the top, but it is also still very slasher gore. Yeah. and that's what I love about these fil- about slash films. There's so much charm to the violence. Yeah, definitely. Well, like, and also, there's so many more Easter eggs than like what I've already mentioned. Like, there's a lot of our RL Stein Easter eggs um, in the start. You can see Fair Street Books. Um, yeah. there's Like, so many, there's, I'm pretty sure uh, there's a wrong number as well, which is, like, a nod to Scream. I was hoping, like, when she picks up the phone, um, like, at the end of the first one, uh, she's just about to say, oh, you got the wrong number. Like, that, that's a very Scream moment. And then they start talking, and I was really hoping they were just like, you'd like scary movies. (laughs) I was hoping to God I'd hear that quote, but obviously we're not, because they need to set up the second film. And then the setup for the second film is so good. Just like, you've not ended it. Just like, wait, what? (laughs) It's not over. She's going to come for you. Like, oh, fuck. And then that moment when it's just like, she just looks up and then looks down. there's a fucking, like, I don't even know what it is. Like a piece of wood or something just in her, like in her stomach. Yeah. And then, I also love that Josh is talking to this um, person online. Like, you can tell that he's just a massive simp. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to say it now. He gets pegged later in life. I can 100% oh tell my you. Oh, God. Right. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's move on from the first one. So, the first one yeah, ends. And, um, yeah, it ends to 1994. Out of 10, what are we giving this one? I'm giving this one a solid nine. Solid nine. Wow, I'm giving this. Yeah, it's I'm giving it a uh, it's cl- I'm giving it a 7.5. Fair enough. I feel like you like these a lot more than I did, but I'm still I definitely down. did. I yeah. really, I just love like slasher. I feel like our our favorite like genres of horror, like you love um, like art horror and stuff that's a bit more. Like nuanced, yeah. Whereas I, I love a good simple story with a, no, with a, with a fun twist. That's See, yeah, done I do well. as well. I, I, like those as well. I just, I don't know. I think. Yeah, but your preference leads more towards more art yeah, ah, horror maybe, there, and yeah. has, has a much more like important thing going on. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna rewatch them because I feel like I, I might end up where you are, um, or cl- or at least closer to where you are. Um... You'll land at. The maybe, very yeah. minimum, an 8.5. Maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah, there you go. So that's, that's the first one. That's a little, few, few little spoiler thoughts. Now then, yeah. part two, 1978. The Fucking moment hell, that, this one's brutal. The moment that made me turn away was like right at the end when the killers actually catch them. Yeah. And they're just pounding. they Oh, like shit. yeah Striping yes. the axe into this woman's chest. He maybe does it like seven or eight times. He like, she's fucking dead, mate. L- pack it in. Call it, it a day. The just constantly stabbing her over and over and, and he, over. All you can hear is the k-tum, k-tum, and you can to like, hear the blood squelch as well. I had to, I looked away. It made me physically nearly sick. I was like, this is Nah, this is too much, man. Call, call it off. Like this is, it's done out. It's done out. They're done. They're done. Um, yeah, that was fucked. Genuinely. Yeah, like, fucked. the ending to that film was so fucking... Honestly, though, this movie is, like, it starts off immediately just fucked. Like, the kids who are going to this camp are fucked in their head. Yeah, man. Like They, they try and fucking hang this young girl. Yeah, they do. burn her hair. Like, should they try to set fire to her fucking hair. Jeez, like, man. What like, what fuck like that's there's bullying and then there's attempted murder yeah <laughs> <laughs> like there's a bit of a there's a bit of a gap in between them um i i think there is a section of this movie that works le- a lot less than the rest of it go on so when so like the start's great i think the start's absolutely fine um and the ending's fine But it's when the sisters are separated and the older sister's in that tunnel with that other girl and they're just in in the tunnel I don't like those scenes. I think they're really I think they're a little bit boring. It's not, uh, for me, it's not like I don't like them but they're definitely the weakest part of the film. I think that's what made this the least good. Yeah, those scenes really sort of like build it as like, this is the world building section. And we've got to explain a lot of stuff here before the third yeah. one, and it's like, okay. "This is this is the like full-on expositions." Yeah, 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 yeah. Like this is the exposition section mixed in with some really brutal kills. Yeah, just so to like keep the, you enticed. Exactly. Yeah. So the all all the killing stuff that's the stuff that's at the camp is great. I think it's really good. But it's yeah. when it's with them two just in the tunnel underneath. I think that. Really drags it down a bit, and it makes it just makes it a lot slower. But I think the other stuff is that good, and it's what you're saying, like just a slasher film where it's just like brutal kills. Yeah, yeah, fucking sick. And that's what all that stuff is incredible. I think that stuff on its own, that whole section upstairs, is like really it brings it up to like an eight, maybe a nine. But then. The other stuff, like downstairs, drags it down to, like, like a seven for me. Yeah, I honestly, that's what I was going to give it as well. Yeah. Like, a seven's completely fair to me. And, like, the thing that I love about this killer, though, is, one, the design. The bag over his head is so fucking menacing. Finding out how he gets the bag on his clothes, really. I did really like that bit. Yeah. Because I was thinking the entire time, like, when the fuck's he going to get the bag on his head? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, shit but then it's also the fact that like it's it's an actual person who's helping run the camp yeah so they just all trust suddenly him. snapped all trust so him. all these kids trust this adult who's been taking care of them and he comes in with a blood covered axe and they're just like hey what are you doing and then the, the axe is just in their head yeah and it's just like oh okay um Shit! Fuck! <laughs> the, 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 the kid's dead! Jesus! Jesus! <laughs> ah! Ah! I think... I think this has, like, a really good... Um... I don't... Like, it has, um, Sadie Sinks, who's also in... Strange Things. Um, Strange Things. Yeah. Which I was like, oh, shit, they're just starting a lot of... I mean, they've got... Fucking nothing else to do with me. <laughs> so... Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're not doing more Stranger Things at the moment, so why the fuck not? Has <laughs> that been filmed like, yet? I don't fucking know, mate. Because um, thingy, David Harbour keeps talking about it, and I've... he's not talking about way He's also been like, you know, he's talking about previous seasons. So I think he's just trying to keep the hype up for when they do start filming. I think they've already filmed it. Why haven't they fucking released it? It's not hard to edit it from home. Hang on, hang on. Stranger Things season. Let me just. This I remember... movie... Can I just say also, this trilogy was probably made during COVID. Yeah, probably. But like Stranger Things season four, there was a trailer that came out. Um. Like when was it? It was 2020. It was early 2020. Because I was recording a podcast like a... when the trailer came out. It was a very teaser trailer, though. Yeah, it was was like... just an announcement trailer. And surely that's like, yeah, we started filming. Because it was they've new started. footage. It was new footage. Here we go. Stranger Things season four continues to film into t- July 2021. Won't be released until July in- until 2022. That's gonna get delayed. Is it? I reckon. Jesus Christ! The original came out five years ago. Yeah, they've they've been taking their while. How have they done? How have they done? How have they done three seasons in five years? What are they doing? It's the like the biggest show on the planet. You think they try and maybe fucking ship it out a bit quicker? It's just one of those, isn't it? They like they're trying to, you know, win back the audience again because I think like season two definitely lost a lot of people. Season two was not that good at all. Season two was fine. Season three was surprisingly rough. Right, so yeah, the second one, it's very solid. Again. Yeah. Like it's a solid horror film. This one's much more of a just straight up solid slasher. Yeah. I think if you if you bookend it in, like instead of linking it to the first one and the third one. If you just had it as a thing on its own, I think it'd be really solid. Yeah. But then they've just bookended it with bits from 1994. And it's like, yeah, fair. Now it's part of the tr- this trilogy. Like, yeah, cool. Sick. This one um, is very filler. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't yeah. oh, do yeah, need tell. this one. 100%. You can like, You can tell. You can just watch the first and the third one, and you can get the context of this one from the third anyway. Yeah, definitely. G- g- you you can see exactly where because you, you said it was meant to originally just be two films. Like, yeah, you can see exactly where they've added maybe like two scenes in just to sort of extend this out. And also, yeah. it's nice to see Gillian Jacobs and stuff again. Yeah, from, uh, from Community. I don't. I didn't watch. Um... Oh my god! I thought yeah. you had watched Community. God damn it, David. Yeah, Gillian Jacobs I... is a Britter in Community. She's great, and yeah, she does really well in this. Um... Apparently, she's also in um, *Injustice: Gods Among Us*, the movie. What in the new one? Yeah, in the uh, in the animated one. Oh shit! She's also in Ami Eve in um, *Invincible*. She is. She is. And she voices Harley Quinn in the *Injustice* video games. Oh shit! So yeah, she's been doing a lot of work. She's doing bits, bro. She's also in Star Trek Lower Decks. That's a that's a in solid the Twilight show, you know. Zone. That's a solid show. Um Yeah, she was in the Twilight Zone as well. Oh. The twenty twenty one. Um right, so we we said you what did you we're giving this a seven, yeah? Yeah. Cool. There you go, first street part two. Fun stuff. Um also yeah, fucking gnarly, bro. Right. Part three. Part three. Some Opening of these, some of is these, slow. Some of these English accents suck. They're not English. They're Irish. Some of these Irish accents suck. Yeah, they really fucking do. <laughs> 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 I, 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 saw it, I heard their accents and I was just like, why the fuck are they Irish now? Yikes. But <laughs> no, oh, Yeah, it just, does actually make sense. Just, the Irish I mean, come to America. Surely, surely you hear everyone's accent. You're like, you know what? I think we can get away with just making you All-American. I think we just get away with it, you know. Um, yeah. No. So the way it, like that is actually kind of true to life, though. Like they, I know, they to, I know, um... I know. But like you're dealing with witches and serial killers and shit like that. I think you can kind of get away with just having everyone sound American. I think you could probably. Yeah, get but away they with. wanted to. They wanted to give them a bit of range and give them. I know. A bit of, like, I, I can know, understand I know. It. Like, it, They do not. They're not good, but you know, they they did the best. Like some of them are all right. The the main girl. Is atrocious. The, that yeah, that no, accent, accent is atrocious is in this one, and that kind yeah, of no, it's that not kind good. of set it that set this one on a bad path for me. Uh, it was kind of hard to believe everything that was going on and the, what she was saying. I stopped like caring as much, like um, a little bit later in, I, like I after feel about like, like half an hour, I stopped really. I like, feel like it also net. hurt this movie that the entire time that she was talking. My friend next to me was like this accent is terrible. Cuz yeah. he's 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 actually like half Irish. So he grew up in an Irish family, so he's like yeah, I know what Irish accents sound like and that is yeah. dog shit. So <laughs> so like, you know, it that was kind of dragged me out of it for a bit. Um but yeah, the opening is quite slow. Um I I, but I do appreciate the the visual like Style. Aspect, the visual style of this one, as in, like, the casting. Having yeah. familiar faces from the other movies appear in this one so that you sort of... because she, So so the reason she's in 1666 is she, like, touches the grave of Seraphia, the main witch. So what she actually does is she gets... So um, the whole, like, there's a, um, a rhyme about um, Seraphia. Um, I'm going to try and find it now to see if I can um read it out uh just because it is actually a really cool rhyme as well what is it uh, is it sick yeah. <laughs> oh, um. well i mean it's fucking terrifying um okay what's the curse so it says before the witch's final breath she found a way to cheat her death by cutting off her wicked her wicked hand she kept her grip upon the land she reaches out from beyond the grave to make good men her wicked slaves she'll take your blood she'll take your head she'll follow you until you're dead so that is actually like that's the full rhyme that keeps on um like repeating throughout this series and it, it's what started the whole idea that seraphia is um like possessing these people um so it's like her Grips upon the land, her reaching out beyond the grave to, um, like possess these people and make them insane. Yeah, and it's really, really sold in this, um, especially like towards the end with her final speech. But um, we'll get to that in a little bit. We'll, I'll, I'll talk about that later on. Cool. Uh, but yeah, like, like I said, the the accents are not good. Until like, it gets a bit better though, at least it gets a bit more yeah i i was i, I was thinking cuz the, the this movie is like an hour 54 so it's quite yeah. long for a for a slasher film they're all quite long for slashers yeah like um, the i think the middle one is the shortest and it's like the most basic slasher length no the uh, the first one's the Oh shortest. the first one's shortest yeah, yeah, like an hour 47 isn't too long for a slasher I know, like usually they like 80 an hour to hour 90 minutes like, yeah 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 exactly but um i think i, I was really worried that the whole film was going to be say 6066 and i was like "Oh god and and it got and like it was it was okay but i was like this is how are they going to stretch this out for another hour and thankfully about like an hour hour, in an hour in like halfway through the they cut back to night the 90s and we're like okay now we're going to resolve this here it's like all right cool 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 um so the main twist is that it's not actually Sarah Fear, who's a witch, who's doing all this. It's actually um, the sheriff, um, the police Chase chief's ancestor, ancestor Solomon ancestor, Good. Who's like, made a deal with the devil uh, to sort of get whatever he wants. And every now and then he has to just sacrifice someone by making them go crazy and having them kill people. See, it's not even just whatever he wants; it's whatever's best for the town. And this is what, like, um, s- like split apart Sunnyvale and Shadyville. So, yeah. like, he, so f- after this, he would have um, split it apart so that the people on the other side of the town in Shadyville um, are the ones that will always, you know, be taken over and be chosen to be like the- this killer. Yeah, and everybody in Sunnyvale profits like they do insanely well their crops grow better and then later in life they have better financial stuff they have the better schools they have better everything yeah and like every single character in this as well Um the actors from the from the first two films are actually playing their ancestors yeah 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 which is really cool so like uh, Mad Thomas is uh, the ancestor of the killer in the second one yeah and I thought that was really, really fucking cool. I thought that was a, a great detail. Yeah, definitely. Like that's a that's a fantastic idea. It has like a lot of you know, a lot of charm you, to it. It makes you connect more with the story, especially like because if you come into this third movie, you watch two movies of this, of the main character from the first one, and being like, right, okay, how's she gonna do this? And then it comes to the third one, and you've just got another different protagonist that you've got to buy into. Whereas making it. Yeah her putting herself in those shoes you're like you suddenly care about her because you're like i spent two movies with this girl i know who she yeah, is exactly so that's a really clever way of being like it's it's a really great visual way of showing like okay you need to buy into this we need you yeah. to buy into this movie and buy into the stakes that are happening here and exactly yeah. so just get the character that you already care about to play a character that you don't like normally you really don't care about you hear a lot about them yeah. but you're not really bothered about them yeah but now you know, like you know them already. You know what they've already been through, and they're going through new shit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's a really great visual, uh, use of visual storytelling there. So I, yeah. I liked it. I liked it. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I told you I've been struggling to stay awake during movies. May have fallen asleep towards the end of this one. So, have you seen the ending? Yes. Have you actually? Because if you haven't, I'll just tell you it now, honestly. Yes. So I saw, I saw up to when, when, when they're when they're in the mall and they get all the killers to go after him, and then she has to cut her hand open, and then he escapes through a door, and she chases him, and then her girlfriend escapes and chases them as well, and that's maybe where I dozed off. Okay, so after that bit, um, the killers. Okay, so you actually missed a really cool scene, and I'm kind of sad you did, because this is a great idea. So, you know the idea of, like, Freddy versus Jason, right? Yeah. Oh, just, like, they, put blood, they put blood on all of yeah. them. Yeah, there you go. Luckily like you I, didn't I miss that. it then. Yeah. That was such a fucking fantastic idea. This is what I was hoping for the entire series. Like, I was hoping for a ver- a big battle between all of them. Hmm. And it was... It, it paid off. That was a brutal fucking scene like they just went yeah. at each other um but after that we um like they started to grow back um the child mask one and ruby lane came in um they tried to you know deal with them but then it that that kind of goes a bit sour um but everybody survives luckily in the end and in the caves uh, what happens is uh oh, i forgot her fucking name the main girl, the main girl, yeah, I can't remember her name. Uh, Dina. So Dina goes after um, like good, and confronts him in the caves, and they find the heart from the first, like from the second film, and he touches the heart and he sees every single, like murder, that's happened because of him. Right. Um. So all the shit that's happened, like every single killer, he sees everything they've done and he kind of like screams he he starts seeing all the horrible shit that he's caused which good on him because he should fucking see this shit he's a bastard um but then after that they escape and i i can't remember i think he dies i can't fully remember i've watched this movie twice but i can't remember whether he dies or not i'm pretty sure he does Cause they they escape out of the tunnel, um, her and her girlfriend, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, he does die. So after he dies, she snaps out of it. The two, the four killers all like melt away, and um, then they escape through the tunnel and find themselves in themselves in his house, like the tunnel like connects directly to his house because his house was built on the land of his ancestors, right and it's this big fucking mansion you see like this family tree starting with solomon good all the way to the top um uh, where it's him and it'll continue off i after that and all of that just ends um it, it's all ended there they even the, co- the cop the copper's has like been outed to the news as if he's done this evil thing and everybody knows what's happened or well, his family are refusing to say that they even knew anything about it. They were just like, Oh, we had no idea. Um, like that he was doing this, it was despicable, blah blah blah. And then during the credits, we go back to the mall and we see the tree, we go into the cave, and we find the book, and someone snatches it. I yeah, I saw that as well. Yeah. So yeah. Um all that happens and yeah, that's the, the end of the trilogy. That's the the end of the movie. I'm really glad I heard about this now. That we're an hour and a half into recording a podcast about it. Yep. <laughs> Fuck's sake! Man. um I, I, what I, lo- what I saw, I remember. See, most of what I saw was the witch stuff, the sixteen sixty six stuff. So I, I thought that was fine. I think you need to just like sit down and watch the last hour. Yeah, I, I think overall, I get, I'd, I'd give it at the moment from what I've seen, I'd give it like a six because it was quite slow. And then the bits that I liked, I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I like this, I like this." But for me, like, it was like a six overall. Yeah. See, the moment that I was talking about earlier, by the way, I, I finally want to talk about this because this is a, such a fucking great moment. Um, the really enticing moment when, um, like half an hour in, you're kind of bored for a bit, but then the um, like the town starts going crazy after a few weird things have already happened to Sarah. Um, like her pig has died, this that, and the other. Yeah. And they go into the town. And oh, by the way, the town also thinks all of this has been caused because they're gay. Mm. They think that the devil has um, come and taken over the town because Sarah and Hannah are gay. Yeah, of course. And it it, that can I just say that gay scene just happens out of fucking nowhere. Like, it's just a simple kiss and then boom, she's eating her out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She does do that. It's just out of notes. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Oh my! Um, God. She does. <laughs> it does just happen very quickly. It's like geez, love, it, it's literally just down. a simple. It's a simple. Should we do this? Sure. They kiss. This feels wrong. This is wrong. It doesn't feel wrong. Tell me to stop and I will. Boom. Gets under a dress. Yeah, ma'am. Jeez. Me a <laughs> bit mad. Yeah, it's a it's it's a bit Make, mental. Making the moves, you know, bro. When, it, when it's time, it's time, you know. But then, like, um, so they get to the uh, like the church in the center of the town, and people start screaming. Just like the pastor's locked himself inside there with all the kill- with all the children, and Sarah tries running in because her brother's in there, and oh, um, yeah, Solomon yeah. Good like bashes down the door, and you just see. Like, all the kids sitting in um, the chairs. Like, it it's behind them. Like, the camera's behind them. It's zooming yeah. in. And then there's this pile of something on the floor that looks like brains or eyeballs or something. And then it zooms in on the pasta. And his eyes are missing. And he's tapping this, like, crowbar cane thing. Yeah. Over and over. And then you see all the kids are missing their eyes. And you're just like, oh, Oh my God! What the fuck did this movie just do? Like they killed a lot of kids in this in this series. Yeah, oh my (laughs) God, they just murdered a lot of kids. Never like Leah Janiak have children. I'm worried about. Apparently, yeah. Jeez. So like, then Sarah like runs over to Henry, her brother, who was um, played by the guy who's playing Josh, and like sees that he's dead on the floor and the pastor like turns to her and starts walking towards her and so solomon immediately comes in tries to save her and it seems like the good family all have one person that they will try and save because in the second one he somehow saves ziggy after she's stabbed a million times yeah And I think that's another thing to do with the, um, like, the deal with the devil. Like, he can choose who dies and choose who lives. And so he, you know, has that power to be able to save her. He says, I'm not going to let you die. And he doesn't let her die. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He doesn't. Or in the third one, that's, like, completely flipped on his head because Sarah finds out exactly who he is and what he's done and uh he's the one who's caused all this and she like her hand gets like cut off because of it yeah and the scene is brutal like her ripping her hand off yeah pretty 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 is, messed up pretty messed up yeah and then she she runs out into the town sees her girl, like sees Hannah there they're not girlfriends cuz obviously the mum doesn't like her because she's gay um She's one of those gays. She's just one of the gays. Um <laughs> and like she runs out into the town, sees her all chained up, and then um Solomon comes out and grabs her by the hair and screams I found the witch and he has a full turn as well. Like he went from protecting her like openly as well. Openly like defending her
1: to yeah. I
0: found the witch, she's a fucking witch. <laughs> well i mean and like, then, if someone like, finds out you're the planned then you kind of gotta switch it up on them aren't you you know yeah exactly <laughs> it's like well now mr bond i will show you she's burn a witch burn, the witch. She burn me, the witch she turned me into a newt a newt <laughs> I, mm. I got better <laughs> monster python no okay Fuck Your bloody you. arms come off. <laughs> fuck fuck me, right? Um, Your hands come off. It's a flesh wound. <laughs> it is but a scratch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Got a lump. So, like... Right. I have a flesh You do. You do. Uh, what, what would you give this one out of, out of ten, then? I'm, I'm assuming it's like a nine. Yeah, like a nine. Like a nine. Jeez. Yeah, solid. It's a solid trilogy, you know, and I'm and I'm glad they exist. Yeah, same. I'm I'm really glad that Netflix uh realised that this has a lot of potential because we see so many more killers than like wait there's there's so many names written down on that wall. Yeah. So there's um a thousands of killers. So like they could I make mean, a little mini series of like each killer. The Like, one killer an episode. I mean um, also the, the f- that... tease continuation yeah also the fact that we've only seen we've seen 78 and 94 and yeah there's like 300 years in between that there's 300 years between that and there's also the fact that we didn't get to see much of ruby lane we heard about the story but we didn't see it we barely saw anything of the milkman and we barely saw anything of that baby killer thing yeah and also that like plague doctor rat mask dude that's yeah. in the third one. Yeah, so like we, we saw we, nothing of him up until that point. So there's plenty of, like, stuff to go on. Exactly.
1: They'll, they'll, and do, that's... Pl- they'll
0: do plenty of stuff with this, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I'm, I really hope so, because Tree has been an absolute treat for me to watch. It's it's a good thing to just throw your brain off and enjoy, and then look out for God knows how many Easter eggs, because, like, there's so much stuff. And the foreshadowing I was on about earlier... Is throughout the series, you keep on getting teased of different things happening, and like there's also the fact that his name is Good. Yeah, like, it, it's so it's so easy. It's just like oh, Good is evil. It's like oh, that that's like yeah. the worst part about that. It's just like f- full on face palm. Like oh yeah. god, that's like re- that's like a, a fucking Dracula being named Alucard. It's yeah, just it's not good. What? Because Alucard is Dracula backwards. Anyway, um... have you never seen a Dracula thing? He's named Alucard quite a lot of the time when he's in public. Or is he great? In oh, Dracula Untold, name? I'm pretty sure he's called Alucard. Oh, but the movie's dog shit, right? That movie's fucking great. All right. Um... Overall, what are you giving the trilogy? Oh, the trilogy. I give the trilogy a seven. I'm, give I'm it giving it a an 8. eight. An eight, even with two nines. As, as a whole, it's a solid, solid eight. And after rewatching it again, it'll probably go up again. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving it a seven. I'm, I'm, I'm going to rewatch them. And when I do, yeah. I'm sure that, that number will go up. You definitely should. Hey, David. Hey, baby. Yo. Yeah. Are you ready to sell me a movie or a TV show or a game or a music or a book if you're a nerd? Uh, yes. Then please do kind sell of. me a movie or a TV uh-huh. show or a music Maybe. or a game or a book if you're a nerd. Just trying to think what I'm gonna sell. I don't know if I've watched much else. Are you else gonna sell a movie or a TV show or a game or a music or a book if you're a nerd? Well, I haven't been reading anything recently. I've been listening to the same music over and over again. Um, I've only watched Fair Street recently, movie wise. Um,. Actually, no, I'm sure I watched another film. This is why I make a list of all the films I watch. I, I can't be arsed doing that. <laughs> um, I'm going to sell you a game, because I've been playing that recently. Okay. And I'll sell you a TV show real quick. Okay, So me um, I've, I've not watched the, um, the TV show much, but it's Black Lightning. Um, in the UK, it's on Netflix. Oh, in the US, that, it's on CW. It's CW, yeah yeah um it's the only cwdc show that i've started watching and i've been really enjoying it it's really fun there's some really good characters there's one really weird phrase though that's in the first season that i it haunts me still because i have no fucking clue what it means and it's about um the dad like still being in love with the mom and the daughter just says oh you know his his nose is always open for you why though what does that mean? Why is his nose open for her? What? I, the, I, the, what? I don't know. That's. I'm so confused. That's... <laughs> I keep up, the the phrase pops into my head whilst I'm at work, and I'll saint I'll sit there, or stand there, or just stare for five minutes, and just think, why is his nose open of all things? I don't know, bro. I'm so confused. I was really confused about that. and It still haunts me, but I've been enjoying the show. Um, and the game I'm going to sell you is um, a little game that I got for free a little while ago. I think you may have it, Xander. And I feel like you should play it. Um, it recently got a, a like a sequel expansion kind of thing. Um, it's Subnautica. Um, it released oh, on PlayStation a while ago. They gave yeah, it a free PS5 upgrade. And it's an underwater survival game. But instead of just being like the usual survival games where it's just like, oh, you just have to survive, it actually has story to it that it drip feeds to you. And like when you explore, you find out more and more stuff. And it's really fucking good. Like the first few hours are like very survival um, genre where it's just you're gathering resources, you're building shit to get better resources, and you're gathering more stuff because of that. But then. Um, like this massive ship that's covering this water planet explodes with radiation and you can go and explore it but you can't really get in too far and then you get a transmission from another ship called the Sunbeam that's going to come down and save you and you get sent over to an island and there's this giant structure on this island and then when the Sunbeam comes down that structure turns out to be a fucking massive railgun And destroys the sunbeam. So you're stranded on this planet now. And also, whilst you're exploring the ocean, you can every now and hear, and I have encountered something called a leviathan. And they are fucking terrifying. They are massive. They have lots of teeth. They kind of look like the predator. And it's horrible. But I love it. Cool. It's, yeah, it's really really good. It's I, I got it free on PlayStation through their um, Play at Home thing, um. Yeah. So I'm sure at some point you may have redeemed it, Xander. Um, and I can 100 percent recommend it. It's a very small file size as well, especially on PlayStation Five. It's like a free gig game, and there's hours and hours of content available in three gigabytes. So yeah, cool. That that sounds fun. Sounds yeah. like a fun time. How much would you sell it for? Um, so full. Uh, if I was to buy it, I'd probably wouldn't buy this full price. I'd probably buy it on sale. If I was to, actually pay for it because I go for free. Um, so I'd say like sixteen quid. Cool. Sixteen. Quid. Like a, it's a it's a nice little indie game by a small developer. Was in early access for God knows how long, and then actually released into a good state. Cool. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Um. I am going to sell you two movies. Uh, both can kind of Did new. you fall asleep before? I did not. No. Oh. Uh, One of them is, it came out actually probably like maybe closer to two years ago now uh, in America, but it's only just come out here. Um, And we've seen the memes. It's uh, the Daniel Radcliffe movie Guns Akimbo. I've been wanting to watch this movie for so long, we've and I story ta- is just randomly, yeah, on we, fucking, yeah, we've been talking about it for ages, wanting to watch it, and it just dropped on Prime, and they were like, "Yeah, here, here we go, here's a new movie." It's like, what? Okay. So I watched it. Uh, I watched it in a in a watch party with a couple of friends, and we 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 liked it. It's a lot of fun. It's very very stylized. Um, yeah. Is it perfect? No, not not in the slightest. It has a lot of issues. But it was a lot of fun, especially with friends. watching this with friends was really, really heightened the experience for me. Um I think I'd probably give it maybe like a maybe like a six point five, something like that. Fair enough. It was it was it a solid experience like a that I would watch again. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe's a little weird in it. I, I like the character, but his his accent's not great all the time. Maybe it's because yeah, I'm just so Daniel used to Penfield's being always a little bit weird in his movies recently. Ever since like Harry Potter. Yeah. Like he cause, did cause... Woman in Black and that was fantastic. Then he also did Swiss Army Man. Yeah. It's just because he's he's just Harry Potter in it. And that's and yeah. that's really upsetting because I want him to have a really good career and do something else, but he just is Harry Potter. So it's kinda tough. But he really do- he blends well into this role at times you forget that it's him. And then Samara Weaving's just my absolute goddess and i love her so she's great um, as well what sam Ah, oh, fantastic thank you i'm really glad i asked you to say that again You um, <laughs> um yeah yeah i th- I think it was a lot of fun um and yeah I'd, I'd recommend checking it out if you've got it's only it's quite short as well it's, i think it's like an hour 40 uh perfect length of a movie by the way we'll go into that another day um, so yeah go check that out Guns of Kimball on Amazon the other movie I watched brand new in the cinemas sequel to a really underrated horror movie that you should all check out Escape Room I watched Escape Room Tournament of Champions basically the same movie <laughs> like you said that very like Alex then not, <laughs> not not like it's not the same obviously it's not the same because they got to change it up but like very se- basically same they get into a room, and then they've got to go through all these different escape rooms, and just to, to survive. And then at the end, like stuff happens, and it's like now there's a bit feels like Saw done right again. Yeah, I dug it. I really dig these movies, and I know, like, I think it's just because it's just like they come up with interesting rooms for them to escape in. There's one in this one uh, where they're in a bank, and that is sublime. And the the characters are new and different um one of them I really liked and one of them I guessed would uh what would happen to him very quickly uh because they gave him a lot of backstory very quickly and I was like oh I don't think I don't think I'm gonna spend a lot of time with you am i um <laughs> which I thought was hilarious um but yeah th- there's just a lot of fun like it's it's that very it's very easy horror to just enjoy. It's just a bit schlocky, but like I dig it, man. It's easy. You just put, you turn your brain off. You just watch it, and that first escape room is really solid up until the end. And I feel like the same what the same thing with the second one. Like, it's really solid, and then the final five minutes happen. You're like, right, okay, yeah. You're just staying up for another film. It's like, yeah, okay, like fine, whatever. You do you, man. But I'm if they make want to make another one of these, I will go and see it. Because I dig these movies and I think you guys would dig them as well. I'd give this one a, sol- a solid seven, solid seven out of ten. Are um, they the best things in the world? No, but I have a lot of fun with them, and I think you guys might too. Uh, so I, I, well, how much was it one ticket at the cinema? Six quid. I'd pay six quid again to go and see it. Fair enough. There you go at the cinema. Um, there you go. We sold some movies and some games and some TV shows, and but no books because we're not nerds. Um, yeah. Next week, we got the Suicide Squad, baby. Not even, like, teasing it. Not even, jeez, you went fully. You didn't even, like, try. And... Bro, bro, we're guaranteed. Like, next week's going to be a huge episode because we actually get this a week before the US release. So yeah. we're going to have our spoiler review up before America sees this movie. Thank you, America. Hey, fuck you, buddy. Um. fuck yeah, you, <laughs> And that's your friend, buddy! So, we're, we're so excited for this. Uh, David's even going and seeing it. David's first trip back to the cinema since the yeah, pandemic. Yeah, this is going to be my first cinema trick in about two years now. I'm, Fuck me. I'm booked in with the seven of us going. We're so excited uh, to go and see this movie. Um, And on opening night as well, I'm seeing it in IMAX. I think you might be as well. We're pumped yeah. to go and see it. We will bring you next week our full spoiler review. Of The Suicide Squad uh, next Monday. How exciting. I'm also going to say, I haven't watched... I've watched like one trailer for this film. That's it. I know nothing about the movie. Yeah. Um, Because I I love doing this with movies. I'm going to recommend this to everybody uh, to do. If you're excited for a movie, either don't watch any trailers, especially during pandemic times, because... If a movie is getting hyped up like Black Widow did, you'll see so many trailers, you're back to have seen the movie, you don't have to at that point. Yeah. So just don't watch any trailers and you'll enjoy yourself. Yeah. It It's a, it's a good way to, no matter what, at least have try and have a good time. It definitely. says no expectations, so you can't be disappointed or, like, you know, over-exaggerating it. Definitely, definitely. Um. Yeah, so I'm... I'm gonna be, we're gonna be both talking about that. I'm not sure whether I'll be able to see the Green Knight before we record, so I might bring your review of the Green Knight the week after because I'm so excited for that movie. Um, and also the Sparks Brothers documentary comes out on the 29th, so I want to oh, go and see that. that's one, isn't it? It is. I want to go and see that this week. So my wallet this weekend is going directly to the cinema. So um, yeah, this this week. Massive weekend for movies for 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 us anyway, um, and we can't wait to share it with you next week on the podcast. David, thank you so much for being here this week though to talk about Fair Street. Oh, and, thank uh, you so much for having me and letting me talk about Fair Street. And uh, you're welcome for not making you talk about M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. Yeah, I feel like this is my one a year where I can just veto a, a podcast. <laughs> and just your, one, your one a year. That's so upsetting. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to say no to any other podcast now. Like, I could just not come on. <laughs> I'm not allowed to just change the podcast completely to a completely <laughs> different subject because I don't want to talk about it for the rest of the year. To be fair, though, I used it almost eight months into the year. I, I have yeah, sat through you've eight done well. months worth of podcast. Yeah. Mostly of shit that I didn't want to talk about. Yeah, you've done well, brother. You've done well. You, you have one left still, I think. You may have changed it at one point. I don't know. Oh, well, if, 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 if I still get one, we're not talking about Venom. Um, uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway. We're uh, <laughs> just not talking about Space Jam 2. That's already come out. That's been and gone, bro. That's been and gone. It's over. <laughs> right been. then. Right then. You've had your one. Oh, no. Anyway. Right. We will. Sp- uh, um, I've been Zander Langwiston. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear more from us, head on over to our Spotify, Apple, and Amazon, where you can hear all the episodes, um, all the way back from... Um, I, j- I was just thinking about this earlier. I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood earlier today and realized that we haven't... Like That was the first ever podcast you came on. Episode two. Oh. And it was two years ago. Two years ago in August. So you can listen to every all the episodes all the way back from two years ago if, if you really want to. If you're a sicko like that, uh, then go and do that. If you just really love me. Sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you can also head on over to our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Well, not our Twitter. We don't really do anything on Twitter. Facebook and Instagram where we post weekly clips and the posters are made by Joe Cook who we tag every week who is an absolute fucking genius and we love him with all of our hearts, um, yeah. So he's been go doing fucking insane show him some posters. support as well. He does absolute bits for us on the uh, for this podcast uh, and for those posters. Go and check out the clips because um, they're we we are a lot of fun to do. That will do it for this week. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We will see you next week for that Suicide Squad review. Goodbye. Bye bye. Adios, muchacho. Um. Wow. That was aggressively French. <laughs> my name is David French. Au revoir, oui oui baguette. <laughs> Cheese and wine. <laughs> <laughs> Get away. I felt that well. I show you my effort that well. Splenda. That is the most French. Uh, there you go. You did the most yeah, French. Yeah, there we round. go. I <laughs> did. <laughs> oh God, are we racist now? Did we just um, do a racism at the end of the fight? Equivalent race. This <laughs> isn't <laughs> game of thrones. <laughs>